Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music Episode 93, the French Gangster Rapping Episode. Happy to have Joshua Carpenter on the show this week. Joshua is an Asheville area singer-songwriter. He has a long history of singer-songwritering, including playing with the band Floating Action, Schooner, and Emily Easterly. With Josh's episode, we've got a mix of live and studio recordings, and we had a good time talking to each other about music and a whole bunch of other odd stuff. You can search for Joshua on Spotify. Just search Joshua Carpenter and other streaming sites, or you can find him at his website, jcarps.com, J-C-A-R-P-S.com. Here is Joshua Carpenter. That one got written really quick. I like the way it turned out. Sometimes the the ones that stick with you are the ones that you don't see coming. And that's one of those. Uh, people always ask me what it means. They don't always. Someone has asked me that sometime. <laughs> and um, two people have asked me that, okay. Pretty much. Well, first of all, you can narrow it down to people that have heard the song. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, I can, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So that's that eliminates so not everybody most everybody yeah, in yeah, the in the world. Yeah, yeah. You're not stopped on the street. Well maybe. No. I don't know. No, I was okay. not stopped on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, yet. 
so far? I, I was stopped on the street and I was like, you don't need to find out what that song means right. on the streets. Right. <laughs> you can't handle it. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not a street song. No, no. Yeah, you need to get no. your, get your, uh, you need to learn about that song from your mom. <laughs> right. Prepare for the birds and the bees. Oh. Have you thought about writing one called Prepare for the Birds and the Bees? Uh, putting a little kernel in my head right there. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe just, you got Prepare for the Bees, one called Prepare for the Birds. That's the B side. Prepare for the Birds and the Bees would basically just be like, wrap it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody ever told you what they think it is without asking you? What day? What they think. What, what they, they think? think the song is about. Oh, no. I've had a couple. Or other- what day it is. <laughs> Wrong guy to be asking what day yeah. it is. Um, yeah, it was Tuesday. It's yeah. Thought Tuesday. you might like to know. <laughs> no, not about that song. Not about that song. There's another song. I guess it's on here. So long, souvenir. Where a guy came up to me and he was like, "What's that line about the lottery clowns? Are you making fun of people who play the lottery? Because I play the lottery, man." <laughs> and I was like, "No, nah, it's cool. I'm not. I'm not talking about that at all." Um, in the little video of this in my head, uh, he is wearing white face makeup and a big paint on. It's got bushy red hair. No, nah, that's not him. I'm talking about my buddy, my buddy Keith. He's a he's a he's a fan. He's a good man. Uh-huh. Keith, not making fun of you for playing the lottery, buddy. Yeah, he, he just winked at me. He is he is making fun. Yeah. <laughs> How long ago did you write this song? I don't know. Prepare for the bees. I think I wrote probably. Three and a half years ago, it came out on an album that got released right at the beginning of 2017, Um, maybe four years ago, something like that. How many albums have you put out? Two. I'm good good way through a third one. And were they both um, like solo albums? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Um, Played everything on them. Uh, my wife sang backup on one song on the second album, but this next one's going to be a little different. I'm calling in the artillery. Oh, there, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you already recording it? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm recording it with my friend Jeremy Boger um, in a shed that he built behind his house. And um, I guess a funny thing about that shed is you can only get about 45 minutes of work done at a time before you have to take a break because he built it so well that the carbon monoxide or the carbon dioxide builds up. So he's got a carbon dioxide detector in there. And once it gets to like OSHA dangerous levels, we just have to kind of take a break and open the door for five minutes, hmm. which, uh, it's you know, not a meat locker. Is it, is it? Well, I mean, it's not cold, right? right. It's, it's full of dudes. And it's like when like you nuts, shut the door, by meat locker, yeah. When you shut the door, like is it like when you open the door again? Is like a whoosh sound? Oh yeah, you can hear it seal. It's, really, it's oh, wow. built pretty tight. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Did he do that on purpose? I mean, was there? He did it on purpose for sound hmm. to keep sound in and not bug yeah. his neighbors. But um, you know, <laughs> that is dedication, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So you're you're recording that at his studio. Yeah, and I should also say he's got an album that he is has been working on for years and he has just I think we put the final guitar on there maybe a week ago and he is mixing it and it's really rocking
Holidays is a pretty recent song. It's going to be on the new album. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say about that song. I have a song on my first album called Holiday, so I figured I'd write a song called No More Holiday. A lot of parallels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No more holidays for the bees. No, right. Oh, this is this is on your next album. That's yeah, coming out the forthcoming. Okay, when is that? Do you know? You have an idea when that's coming out? No, I think yeah. I, I still need to write a song or two for it. So. Mm. I kind of tend to not push that process. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be pretty much like what you're performing here, like kind of acoustic. No, it's going to be full balls out rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, rock and roll. It's not going to be rock and roll. It's it's going to have drums. <laughs> rock, comma, and some roll. Rock, rock and roll with the Oxford comma. Gotcha. Okay. So no more holidays, just nothing to say about it much uh, beyond the obvious words or is it like so painful it's it's talk about? it's not painful okay it, it's not painful at all um Dang. i don't know i tend to i know you're looking for the yeah you're looking for a, a dateline episode <laughs> right yeah right. um well yeah. <laughs> somebody gonna walk in 13 year old you're in a safe place right right yeah, yeah. um no it's it, 
my songs tend to not be about particular things. Like maybe a line or two will be about something and then I'll just kind of shift. Hmm. And um, I don't know. I just find, I find that I write better words and better phrases if I write like that. And then if I write words that I like, then I can sing them better. Hmm. And it's not really important to me to have a cohesive kind of singular yeah. subject for a song. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a train of thought type thing or not even, I don't even, not even a train of thought cause you're. Yeah. Maybe like trains in the thought switchyard yeah. or something. More from Joshua in just a few moments. I want to remind you to go to his website, jcarps.com and also search for him on Spotify. But that website, I was just looking at it and it's got a lot of his music and a lot of other stuff there. I think you'll enjoy don't forget you can find the podcast wncoriginalmusic.com or search WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcasts. Also follow WNC Original Music on Facebook or go to our group, which is Western NC Original Music. The group is really good if you are a musician from Western North Carolina and want to post there, but also there'll be a lot more stuff about the podcast with videos and other extras. Also want to remind you about the compilation album, the podcast is involved with for racial justice and you can find that at wncoriginalmusic.bandcamp.com hi this is jesse from the get right band you're listening to wnc original music
Sea Level is an old song um, that I wrote right after I finished my first album in 2011. And um, I put it out on a split seven inch with a band called Wild Fur from Durham, North Carolina. And uh, the recording of that I thought was pretty cool at the time because I did I bought this um, Tascam eight track machine off of Craigslist and it's just recorded on a cassette and um, it was the first thing and kind of the last thing I tried to record on on that and I was like cool I did it on an eight track I did the first album on a four track so it was twice as good right mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I put that out and then I was like listened to it the other day and thought uh didn't sound very good so i think i'm gonna re-record it with a new vibe put it out on this new album what's your uh musical history uh i played piano as a kid and then i got an electric guitar when i was 14 there was a guy who lived in my town in gastonia that's where i grew up and he's like kind of the cool guy I didn't really know him that well, but he was in a band called Goat Milk. And my dad was like, one day he's like, maybe maybe Dan will let you be in his band. And I think I was 13. And I was like, Dad, nobody wants keys in a band. And you have to get me an electric guitar. So I got an electric guitar for Christmas. And I played a C chord for like a week. <laughs> and then I learned some more. And uh, then I kind of immediately started playing these dumb punk bands. Or just one, really. Um, didn't do anything. It was just back in Gastonia. And then I came to college and played in a band pretty quick. So I guess that's probably, I feel like that's my first real group. And then, um, just playing with different people. I didn't really have my own thing till I was maybe 26. Wrote about like 30 songs and would never play any of them again. And, uh, in the meantime, I started playing with Floating Action, which is um, probably, I don't know, we've done a lot of touring, and it's all Seth Kaufman on the records, um, playing all that stuff, but live, I've been playing with them for you know 10 years, around about, but yeah, we've done a lot of touring, he's done a whole, the whole label thing, any kind of real for the most part, any kind of real band experience that I've had has come from playing in that band. So that's uh, huh. been very valuable. And I love all those guys that I've played with in that yeah. group. So you played, uh, played guitar, went to college, and then, um, and how long ago, did you, you were still playing in Floating Action? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't play that much anymore, but mm. uh, when we do play, it's fucking amazing. Mm. Okay. And um, Jay, who lives here who uh-huh. he, he plays bass oh okay yeah oh yeah it's kind of incomplete i guess i started doing solo stuff i put out my first album in 2011 uh kind of had a band that i played with just here and there I, we played maybe one out of town show or something like that and um it's just one of those things where it's hard being the front person in a band because when you're not famous you don't get paid shit so mm-hmm. you can't pay your band mm-hmm. and even though you know i've been on both sides of it with seth and floating action i know how he feels you know like he doesn't want to tour anymore unless he can give us money and then i'm like i don't care man i'll go anywhere with you you know mm-hmm. but then when it comes around and it's 
I'm the one who's supposed to be paying these people. Yeah, like I feel terrible if I can't compensate them. You know, these you know, we're all in our fucking thirties and everybody has jobs. So, you know, taking the time off work if that should happen and all that kind of thing. So, long story short, I started doing these shows with my buddy Reed, who I play in a group with out of Durham called Schooner. Reed has a new project called Sun Studies, and um, it's just him and a guitar. And I was like, Reed, man, you got to start this Sun Studies thing up, and we'll just start touring everywhere. And we kind of have been. And that's been really good because we can just get in, you know, a Mazda 3 and cruise mm. and play shows and they're super low stakes and if the show's shitty it doesn't matter because we were both playing our own songs and we don't have anybody we have to look after and yeah. worry about and yeah i don't know me and reader on the same dump cycle so everything's kind of like <laughs> fine <laughs> we do well in a car people don't talk about how those line up like uh yep. yeah yeah like, like Women, I, yeah, cycles, I don't think yeah. we need to go. Yeah. Hashtag. I mean, don't say it. <laughs> my next, my next four questions are about that. So okay, uh, yeah, let's. Go. I'm the guy. Yeah. I'm the guy to talk to. <laughs> All right. I mean, they're going to be. It's a coincidence that you brought it up. Right. I'm going to edit that so nobody knows what we're talking about. Right. Like I'm going to be like dump cycle, and I'm going to I'm going to edit in a little. You know, <laughs> well, so I didn't even notice that the right somebody hit the keyboard.
Um, the discussion is the first song that I wrote for basically what I consider to be what I'm doing now. Um, just came up with some lines, and it's called the discussion because when people are well, when my when I was a little kid and my folks would have an argument, they would, you know, argue, me and my sister would be like, "Stop fighting! I wish you guys would just stop fighting so much," and they would be like, "We're not fighting. We're having a discussion." So I don't know that that title is kind of a throwaway title, but it, it I didn't write the song because of the title. I just kind of. But it, that song, I worry sometimes that people are going to take it the wrong way. It's ba- it's pretty, uh, it basically, the narrator is someone who is having uh, having an argument with someone and just kind of going off the rails and saying the wrong thing that they're going to regret later, which is something I've done. Something I do all the time. Every time, probably. Yeah. You said that's the first song. First song that how did you say it? the first song that started this project or something? It was the song. It was I'd never made an album by myself before, and I wrote that song, and I was like, I can make an album, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of kept doing it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Where can people find your music? Spotify. I think there's a Bandcamp page that the kind of pseudo label that I'm on set up. Um, and you can find it at Harvest Records. That might be it. I'll have some with me if I'm <laughs> playing a show in your area. Uh, what's the label? Yeah, so Reed, who I talked about, and um, his partner Maria, and a guy named John Harrison, who plays as J Phono One. Uh, they're all based in Durham. They started kind of a, it's not really a label. It's more like just kind of collective, maybe. Yeah, but I hate that fucking word. That's a great word. I don't know, man. It's, it's coming back. It's, it's, it might be coming back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just let it happen. Right? With, uh, you know, socialists and stuff. Right. Right. The more socialists we yeah. are. Yeah. So my friend Bernie, no, my friends, um, <laughs> Maria Reed and John Harrison um, started this collective called Potluck out of Durham and basically it's just kind of like we got your back kind of thing. Like we won't pay for your shit, mm-hmm. but we got your back and uh it's cool, you know, it is what it is. They they Maria is pretty good at you know being a loudspeaker and they all know their stuff and they all play good music and yeah, it's just uh hey, we don't have any money and you don't either and you can be a part of something or not. And I was like, I will. So um so, so give me. I'm, this is more from my curiosity. Uh, so, so it's not a label exactly. Uh, is it? Is it more like? Um, well, is it, is it kind of like like a? Now you might not like this word either. But if you took if you took music and made it into a or you know into a, like a co-op where okay. everybody kind of shares part of the activity, the necessary activities, uh, and maybe there's a you know equal equal sharing and, and there's not really money to be made from participating in it, but there's money to be, or there's maybe money, but maybe some other kind of success or advancement based on being part of it. And then everybody is kind of an equal part of it or, uh, from, 
from your means to your needs or something like that, you know, yeah, you I really mean, want to make a communist. Or it's it's kind of like that. Um, I would say people don't really share. Okay. Well, the, I don't know the extent of what they do for everyone, but I do know that every year they do a, um, a potluck day party at mm-hmm. hopscotch. And, um, I know that if Reed or Maria or John tried to delegate any authority to anyone else who's involved, they would be like, fuck you. We're not Mm -hmm. doing it. You're going to be the one who has to get up at nine in the morning and drive over to Slim's in Raleigh and order all the fucking pizzas and deal with the beer and putting up the banner and setting up the drum kit outside and all that shit. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's not really like a co-op as far as that's concerned, but it's definitely like, you can definitely, um, say that, you know, like if you wanted to have a potluck showcase or something or like a potluck show and say, okay, these are, we're all potluck mans. And I feel like that kind of gives people something to identify with in mm-hmm. a way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of like a camaraderie. We're all part of the same thing kind of, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. Whatever. It's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I want to thank Joshua for being on the show. Remember, you can find his music on Spotify. Just search Joshua Carpenter. And also, you can find him and a whole lot of links to his stuff at jcarps.com. J-C-A-R-P-S.com. Don't forget, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Just search WNC Original Music. Also, you can play WNC Original Music on your smart device, such as your Alexa Uh, For instance, just say, Alexa, play WNC Original Music Podcast. Also search WNC Original Music on Facebook and Instagram for lots of extras from the people who are on the show and uh, from some other places, too. Speaking of other places, for our closing song this week, we have Mike Blair and the Stonewalls. They are from Wilmington, North Carolina, my hometown, and they are a five-piece folk rock group. You can find them on Facebook by searching Mike Blair and the Stonewalls, and you can find them on Bandcamp at MikeBlairAndTheStoneWalls.Bandcamp.com, and we'll have other links in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and have a good week.
Fast music, man. Crash your car. Get pulled over. <laughs>